This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver. And I'm here with my co-anchor and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Um, you know, it's going really well. Um, I, I just have to say that it is really going great. I'm so oh. lucky. Rhonda made homemade keto pizza for dinner. Nice. It was so good. And she's so good at it. You know, there's that keto fathead dough. Yeah. That can be a real bear to work with. I've not had mm-hmm. great experiences with it. She can get it like that thin and nice. cook it on our pizza stone. And it's just like regular, like a crisp pizza crust. It's so good. Mm-hmm. So I just have to sing her praises because it's awesome. She's the dough whisperer without a doubt. She totally is. I'm so impressed. I Maybe I just don't have the, the patience for it to get it that thin. I and to, And to make it round to go on our pizza stone also. Not a skill Mm -hmm. I have, so. Very cool. I'm doing really good. I'm so busy. Been so busy with readings. So many freaking readings. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I hear you there. (laughs) It's been one of those weeks or last few days where whatever you think you're going to get done, you're probably not because Mm -mm. there's a lot of people needing help. Yeah. Right. It's really a time. Like I've been hearing from people I hadn't heard from in a long time. As well as lots of new people. Yeah, I've been working a lot, which I which I love and yeah. I'm grateful for. But yeah, it's a little more than what Me I usually too. do. So that's just where we are, apparently. It it is. Well, I think I'm, we're just in one of those times. How are you doing? I'm good. I've been cutting vinyl this afternoon. It's uh Ooh. so softball season is starting. Our senior is a you know. Mm-hmm. Our senior, yeah. I was say, our senior is a senior this year. She is, in fact, a senior. Yeah, she is, in fact, a senior. <laughs> Softball starting. Yeah, we had the parents meeting tonight. Oh, uh, and games start on Thursday, uh, weather holding. So yeah. I cut a few pieces. I, I made two new, you know, softball mom. I'm, I'm that lame-ass mom kind of t-shirts for me. They don't say softball mom. They just say other oh, softball things. But, you know. Yeah. I got to have them. And then I, I made myself a new... Uh, not hoodie, but like zip up. What do you mm-hmm. call that? Like parka, you know, mm-hmm. parka. with a, yeah, with a soft Madison softball uh, logo on the back. And mm-hmm. then I cut uh, window stickers for all of the girls and parents that want them for their cars that say. Oh, Madison good softball. idea. Yeah. So everything's cut. Now I'm just going to have to weed my little fingers Did you, off. did you make yourself a new uh, snowsuit too? I should have. Because you guys, <laughs> I don't know why. Softball yeah. starts in March here, but mm-hmm. it is effing cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. It will be cold. I'm so I've excited to go, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, God, it's so cold. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I've got all my hand warmers charging. There you go. And... Electric hand warmers. If you don't Actually, all know what that is, they are the best. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I bought foot warmers this year that go in your shoes. 
I don't gel. know. I haven't tried them yet, but I thought that might help a lot. I have the disposable kind and they're wonderful. Yeah. 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 So we'll stay warm. Yeah. yeah. But I had a case. Hardcore. Uh, yeah, definitely hardcore. Mm-hmm. I have a case to present tonight or today that um, this is our MMIW case for the week. This is our missing and murdered Indigenous woman case. And this is a case that quite a few of you guys have uh, requested that we uh, take a, not- a look at. I-, I suspect this will be an opening for this case and that being more later. I know we will. So this is our uh, introductory uh, report on this case. This is the case of Mildred Old Crow. Now, I'm going to say this. There is a lot of information that is unknown on this case so far. Mm-hmm. We are not going to do a reading on this case. We feel like that is, would be very poor timing and in poor taste. We're not going to do that. Uh, we we don't bring you active cases. We just no. don't. It's not right. No. And especially this one is brand new. So we're going to bring you the facts as we know them. But I'm going to say this. If you are a member of Mildred's family or her tribe and you have info that uh, we, because I'm bringing to you the best of my knowledge. I have done a ton of research and reading online. I've been in every uh, Facebook group that's, you know, dedicated to Mildred. I've read all of the comments. I've, I've taken it as far as I can without directly contacting family, which is something that I am reticent to do because they're going through an amazing amount of grief right now. Right. If there is something that needs to be corrected, please reach out to us. We want to know. We want to make sure that we get it right. And we want to make sure that we put a real spotlight on her case because mm-hmm. she and because this is now going to start winding its way through the courts. And hopefully, actual real justice is done. So I'm, I'm putting that out there now. If you have information you want to share with us or if we get something wrong tonight, please let us know. We will correct it. We mm-hmm. want to know. So I'm going to give it to you to the very best of my knowledge. All right. So this beautiful angel, uh, her name is Mildred Old Crow. They call her family called her Millie. So we're going to call her Millie too, because Mildred Mm -hmm. seems like a big name. (laughs) Yeah. Little, little doll. Yep. She is so precious. My God. The one picture is one that her family has used in, uh, Facebook and whatnot that somebody's added angel wings to. So she was born in 2012. And in 2017, the uh, Crow Reservation uh, Tribal Council turned her over to her aunt and her aunt's wife. Uh, They gave her, they gave them custody of her. That in itself is a very interesting question because uh, it, it seemed as though people were assuming that this was a like social services type act, but actually family members that had commented said it wasn't, that mom had uh, let them take her for a time. So mom and had so agreed I'm not a, probably mom to had agreed, some kind yeah. of limited guardianship probably. Yeah. You can do that. Mm-hmm. You can do that in the U.S. by just writing it on a piece of paper. Yes. Yeah. So this had apparently gone through the tribal council, but mm -hmm. at any rate, that's, so they, they have had her since uh, 2017. Okay. That was in March of 2017. So the aunt's name is Rosine Lincoln Old Crow and her wife's name is Tierza Dust. 
Uh, it looks like they are all Crow. Hmm? Probably Tirza. Tirza. Yeah, mm -hmm. it looks like they are all Crow uh, Indians or Native okay. Americans. So it, it seems as though there has been, there was a pretty good amount of time that the family didn't see Mildred at all. And they would occasionally see either of the other two, but they wouldn't see Mildred. The other and two? And in fact, well, the, the women, the moms. Oh, the aunts. Well, okay. Yeah, the aunts. Would, uh, they, they would see them around, but they wouldn't see Mildred. And uh, some family members say that they have not seen Mildred since 2018. Oh. Uh, but there was a family funeral in early 2019 that they did verify that they did bring Millie to at that point. Okay. So that was in March or April of 2019. Okay. That was the last time that her grandmother saw her and other relatives. And hmm. obviously there's some real family issues here that these, these people weren't seeing each other, Yeah, but the family has gotten more and more and more concerned and again, I feel like there's more going on here that we than we know because you know this is just hitting the courts, and so right. the family's not talking when they shouldn't be, you know, right. because there there's stuff here that should come out in court, not come out in the press. But right. at any rate, so they don't really see her; they have not seen her for a year and a half. And finally, at Thanksgiving time in 2020, they managed to get the authorities to finally take them seriously. That mm -hmm. this child is nowhere. No one has seen her. Yeah. And so they finally get uh, a welfare check. You know, they finally get them to, to take her seriously and take a look. And these aunts, so Tirza and Rosine, are ordered by the tribal council to produce the child, basically. Mm-hmm. It, this has such Valo vibes, it's wild. It does. That's so, what was freaking me out. Like, oh boy, we've been here before. Yeah. So they're ordered to uh, bring her. So on December 6th, non-custodial family members file a formal petition with the tribal court requesting a hearing. So in the petition, they say they have not seen the child since March 2019. And... They claim that Dust and Lincoln Old Crow have breached their fiduciary duty to the child. Mm -hmm. So Dust and Lincoln Old Crow don't show up. They don't produce the child like they've been ordered to do. They Ugh. don't provide any proof of life to the court. They do nothing. Damn. So the tribal court at that point charges them with child endangerment. And they issue uh, fugitive from justice warrants for both of them. Oh, boy. Now, here's what's really, really disturbing. Dust has a previous child endangerment conviction. Oh, yikes. How she was allowed to be anywhere near this child? Well, I'll tell you how. Because this was a, this was a voluntary placement, so this didn't go through social services, and so they were not vetted. So when family guardianship kind of stuff happens where mom says, I can't take care of my child, I've got some family members who will take them and they just sign it, sign a paper saying you can make decisions for my kid for the next six months or whatever. No one's vetted in that case. Yeah. 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 Yikes. 
So yeah, that's that's cool. very concerning, obviously. That is. So on December 23rd, so about three weeks later, they are finally arrested in Billings, Montana. Okay. So the Billings police uh hold on to them and they go ahead and uh, send them back over to the Crow and tribe. So this is their because they're them. running from this order, correct? Is yeah. that why they were in Billings? Okay. Yep. Wow. So they are arraigned in tribal court on January 11th. And they are both ordered to pay a $500 cash bond. Now, at this point... Millie is missing. They're not talking. The family is looking, you know, desperately to try to find her. Right, do they go search her house, their house? I mean. Those are things we don't know. Okay. Part of I assume what the police don't know. Well, I don't know. Because here sure we're, we're dealing with tribal stuff again. And this is. Again, we're dealing with tribal stuff. Uh-huh. And we there's just not as much, uh, you know, accessible information. Right. So at some point we will be at the mercy of the family to uh, to report on these things if they choose to. Mm-hmm. But at this point, of course, they're not saying anything. Right. So at any rate, they are at that point, you know, they're charged basically with child endangerment. But yes, released on $500 cash bonds. All right. So that's mm-hmm. where things are. The family is looking desperately for her. There is the remains of a child are found in Oregon and everyone's just holding their breath. And it turns out to not be her in, in earlier in January. And it's so like this poor family is just going through unbelievable. Right. right? Holy hell. This is is like, give you a heart attack and kill you kind of stuff. Oh, it's so, so terrible. Yeah. So then in February of this year, just a few weeks ago, there is someone who is camping in a place called Gary Owen. So mm. Gary Owen is a private town right off of the Crow uh, Reservation. And it's okay. actually where the Battle of, the Battle of Bighorn began. Oh, okay. Okay. This was the our Battle of Little Bighorn. This seems like we should know this considering where we live, but I Right. This was Sitting Bull's camp. Yeah. Okay. So now it's this little private town that's mostly just a handful of uh of businesses, the Custer Battlefield Museum, a few things like that. Anyway, kind of thing. Yeah. But right there near Gary Owen, there was a travel trailer. That was abandoned and someone that was camping came across it and discovered inside of it the remains of Millie. Oh, shit. So this was in February. Okay. Since Mm -hmm. then, Rosine and Tirza have been rearrested. And now they're being held on $5,000 cash bonds. So I wasn't clear on whether they've actually been released again or not. This time, they've also been charged with custodial interference charges. And so far, that's all they've been charged with. Custodial interference? How do you figure that? 
if these kid, if the child was given to them with some kind of guardianship, something, mm-hmm. um, this is a whole lot more than custodial interference. Right. Right. Without a doubt. So hmm. that's literally all we know. Wow. And so obviously this is going to wind its way through the court and we'll see. Is there any information on Millie's body as far as like how long she was dead? Any is any nothing's been said. Active case, so no. probably not, huh? Active case, yep. Mm-hmm. Now the pictures we're showing of her, she looks very young. And yeah. One thing that I Oh, I think you might have muted yourself because I can't hear you. Yep, I did. You're wearing that headset. I know. I'm wearing that. This headset is easy to mute. Yep. Uh, That she's extremely, she was extremely small for her age. But the Mm -hmm. only pictures we really have are ones really, you know, that the family has. These are ones from Kama when she was younger. I believe this, you know, we don't know. We think this picture was around six. But at any rate, because the family's had practically no contact with her since 2017. So it's been four years since they've really had much contact with this little at all. So that is literally it. That's all we know at this point. So what we want to do is create more awareness about her case and create more pressure to find out what happened to her and to make sure that those are, that are uh, responsible are responsible. I well, and where are the murder charges? Come on, or at least manslaughter yeah. charges. What the, what the hell? Custodial interference. But I, I do have to remember. Okay, so this is this the, this case is kind of like Daybell case. Like they're getting something they can hold them on while they yes. get more information. Because of course, this is Montana. Yeah. Uh, their forensics is probably worse than ours in Idaho. Frankly, mm-hmm. they probably have less help, and also because we're talking about. But her body was not found on a reservation, right? It was. It was found on a reservation. Okay, so we're talking tribal police, tribal courts. Yep. Hopefully FBI helping with the forensics. Yeah, it looks like the FBI is involved. They are the ones that issued a press release uh, in 2020 on this case. Okay. So it looks like to some degree the FBI are involved, yes. Good. But again, okay. this that's is where the forensics will come needs, from. Yes. This is a case that needs a major signal boost yeah, to sure. create lots of awareness, lots of buzz, you know, and, and that's why we're covering it now. Right. Oh, we're not going to read it because that would be not okay to do, but we want to make sure that we report on it. And again, if you have good info, you know, and you want to share that with us, we will continue to keep a signal boost on this case. Millie deserves justice. Yeah. She deserves, her family deserves justice. Her poor grandmother, I can only imagine. And her mother, I I can only imagine how heartbroken her family is. This is just the worst case scenario ever. It's just horrifying. If you want to tell us something that you know, go to truecrimeparanormalpodcast.com. And there is um, a little form you fill out at the bottom of the page that says it's a case suggestion. But you can just already say it's this case and, and tell us things if there are things you would like us to know. Yep. And we will yep. start a playlist for this case and 
we will give updates and, you know, we may give other full episodes if there's more information that comes. Yeah. Now I will say I ran uh, background checks on the ants. There's mm-hmm. very little about either one of them. Okay. Uh, and partly that's because, you know, they have, uh, it looks like probably lived mostly on a reservation and, you know, that's just, that, that would be all we would know. Right. So there's not a lot to report. Um, I did that. Both of their Facebook pages are open. And so I did scroll through their Facebook pages, uh, you know, to try to get a bit of a feel for them. There's just not a lot to say. And so, and again, this is a big assumption, right? We don't know that they hurt this baby. We don't know that. We do right. know that they didn't protect her. We right. do know that they were They were responsible her. for her and now she's been found dead. Uh-huh. And we also know that uh, they didn't report her missing. And so, you know, like I said, major Vallow vibes here, you Oof. know. And, Yikes. Yeah. But mm-hmm. we, we will do our best to help be a part of the solution in honoring Millie Old Crow and helping her family in any way that we can in Definitely. just providing a signal boost of this case. So keep an yeah. eye on it. Watch for it. We will continue to watch for updates and we'll provide those in our case updates on Wednesday nights and mm-hmm. hopefully be able to put more cases or more, you know, episodes together about this case as more information becomes available. So yeah. it looks like they are due back in court in April. And okay. so we'll definitely have our eyes wide open on that one and make sure that sure. you guys abreast. Yeah. Of anything we see. So I, that's pretty much all I have on this case. Is there anything you ask or add? No, just, I'm just glad we're covering it and we're going to, you know, keep some attention on it and encourage all of you to keep some attention on it because this is definitely a great example of these MMIW cases. I mean, even a little child like this yes. can yes. disappear. It's it's horrifying. Yes. Now there actually is a, there isn't a GoFundMe. There's a GoFundMe that is sponsored through the MMIW USA organization. Okay. And we're going to share that link in the YouTube bio or the YouTube description of this uh, mm-hmm. episode. If you are called to contribute, it looks and like the they've podcast just description, yeah. and the podcast too. Yep. And it looks like they've just barely hit their goal, but you know what? I would love for them to have a little extra green to do whatever they need to, right? you know, to, it's gonna take to help some money uh, to fight. Yeah, this was a funeral fund, but they they might need a little more extra dough than that, right? And mm-hmm. so, depending on what happens here, they might need their own attorney to, you know, really to represent her. Yeah, without a doubt. So we'll put that link up there if you're so called to contribute to the GoFundMe. Please do so. And again, we'll just keep our finger on this case. And yet again, if you have info we don't, or if we have something incorrect, please let us know. We mm-hmm. want to do her justice. We want to make sure that we are doing everything we can to be a part of the solution. So again, this is our MMIW case for the week. We'll be back with another one next week, obviously. Uh, but we'll be back here tonight, tonight, Wednesday night, for case updates. And hoy, mm-hmm. the Vallow is the case that keeps on giving. It is. Well, and and um, I did have a Facebook conversation with Aaliyah Wilson's mom, and she did correct me on a couple of small fit things that we missed. And so I'm going to be sharing that as well. So it's always right. nice when family will reach out and share things because, you know, when you're getting everything off the internet, it, you can, it's easy to get something that's wrong. So 
Absolutely. We, we appreciate awesome. being corrected. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always. And nicely, we appreciate, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, nice is always nice because we are doing our very nice. best. <laughs> but, 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 you know, if it's not, whatever, we can live with that. But, uh, yeah. So we'll have those this evening at 7 p.m. Pacific uh, or Mountain, sorry, 7 p.m. Mountain on our live stream. And then we'll be back Thursday night at 7 p.m. for the Psychic Hour. So lots more to come here with us this week. And again, we'll just keep our finger on this case and continue to report on it as uh, information comes up. And as we just start to work its way through the court system, this could take a while. You know, I, I'm sure it will take a while, but we'll, we're going to, you know, keep an eye on it and be there for it and uh, in spirit and make sure that uh, you guys know what's happening. So, yeah. All righty. Well, have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday, guys. Thanks for being here with us. You have been listening to another episode of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.